everyone, welcome to Movie Films with Bill and Steve. I'm Steve. And I'm Bill. And movies talk, so let's talk movies. Let's talk those movies. Uh, but now the show is rebooting with The New 52. Uh, so forget everything you knew about the old continuity. Now, Bill Murphy is gay. <laughs> Too late. And also, I'm black. And fat. <laughs> no, I'm a child. I'm a child in black. Child in black and black. On, on Earth 2. On Earth 2. Earth 2, Electric Boogaloo, that never gets old. Earth 2000. You know, I, everyone always says Earth 2, like something 2, Electric Boogaloo. But then you'll have plenty of people go, like, what's that? So I, to me, it always feels like an old joke. It's a very old joke. Like, like, ugh. Like one of those ugh jokes that you do to, like, on, to like be on, I guess, on ironic. Like, aha, look at that dumb joke you just said. That's the reaction you want. But then you do it, and there's some people who legitimately think it's funny or go, what? What's that? What's what are that? you talking about? Well, there's this movie called Breakin', and then there is a sequel called Breakin' 2, Electric Boogaloo. What's Breakin'? Well, it's a movie about gangs <laughs> who solve their problems by breakdancing. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It was a Glock Globus film from the 80s. What do you want? Why was the sequel Electric. There's actually a uh, documentary about Canon Films and Glon and Globus, I think called uh, called Breakin. That's fantastic. I, I didn't know about that. No, no, it's it's called Electric. Sorry, it's called Electric Boogaloo. That's the name of the movie. Okay. Um, pretty sure. My, I'm sorry if I'm fucking that up. Whoever knows the name of the movie. My go-to joke for sequel films is the Die Hard Two Die Harder. So it would be Earth Two Earth Harder. <laughs> Great. Perfect. So how you doing, uh, Gay Bill? Uh, so gay, I'm just sucking all the dick. That's cool. Don't, don't you know? Did your fiancé die? Yeah, I, I, I proposed to him on a train, and that train crashed. And then I got, then I became, I became the Green Lantern. Oh, that's cool. So do you have a lantern? No. Oh. I got got powers. That's cool. So you're basically just Swamp Thing, but for some reason you're, like, way stronger in this universe? I'm the Green Lantern, but because I'm gay, my color is pink. So you're Star Sapphire? No, I'm, I'm Green Lantern. Oh, okay. I got willpower, baby. Woo! Woo! Styling, profiling with my ring. Yep, I made a, I made a boxing glove. <laughs> but then I take it off. But I'm like, nope, uh-uh. Then I pull it off. It's a big rubber fist because my riders are not very uh, understanding of the of how gay people actually live. <laughs> Everything they learned about the gay culture came from cruising. <laughs> this is gonna go badly. Or good, I don't know, it depends on your your, your feelings. <laughs> How are you actually doing, Bill? I'm actually doing doing fine. It's been a busy week here. Uh, previously I went and saw uh, the repeat of Rift Tracks uh, of the Miami Connection, uh, which is a fantastic film. Um... I most I didn't. It's funny. I didn't, mostly went. To, obviously, I like seeing the rip tracks. I've seen uh, MST3K guys and everything. But I, I really went just to watch the uh, watch Miami Connection on the big screen in a theater. Yeah, yeah. I can respect that. That means a lot to me because I actually really like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those cases of it's a clearly a bad movie, but the peep, uh, YK Kim. Yeah, that that's it. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I terrible name sometimes. Uh, I, it's clear that he made this movie in total earnest. Mm-hmm. It just he just made a bad movie. It's like, like a, kind of an Ed Wood situation, right? Where they clearly cared about what they were doing. They were just not very good at what they were doing. 
And that means a lot to me. Because obviously, we talk all the time about people making, like, oh, it's a bad 80s film. But they don't they don't have any, like, earnest in doing it or real true intentions in doing it. It's just trying to make a joke of something. Right. So it doesn't work because it doesn't have that sincerity. So it means a lot to me. So there's that. Uh, uh, last night I was recording this was the NXT TakeOver special, which is, like, NXT's, the WWE's developmental brand. Um, I don't know, like... Every two, three months, they do a live special, kind of like their pay-per-views on the network. Um, mm-hmm. That was very good. Featured the first uh, women's uh, main event in NXT history. And, and for if you're considering like a special event slash pay-per-view thing, it was the first uh, main event in WWE history that was featured women. So that How was, was awesome. That? Yeah, it, was, it was good. It was an Ironman match. So it was a 30-minute match. Um, it was very good. Very, very, very good. Probably... My might be good contender for my match of the year, but their their match they had the previous time in Brooklyn back in August was was maybe better, but there was a lot more emotion going into that mm-hmm. the, build, the build up for that and everything, so it's hard to tell. But it was a very good match, I recommend it. Uh, then this weekend, um, the podcast will go up with a couple days early on Friday, probably. So if you're listening to this, hey, it's Friday because this weekend I'm going up to uh, Chicago to see more women's wrestling. Uh, Shimmer is a local independent promotion that just does female wrestling um, they do uh tapings twice now three times a year uh once in the spring once in fall and then whenever once during uh, wrestlemania weekend wherever wrestlemania is being held so going up for that uh, otherwise doing doing fine steve how you doing i'm doing pretty fine uh, i just got out of the makeup chair last night to bring wolfster to life so Wolfster's coming back in the biggest, best way possible. It's going to be the best version of Wolfster ever on screen. So if you haven't pre-ordered the Survivors yet, head over to Facebook.com slash Silver Spotlight Films. The top link right now is the Indiegogo link to pre-order the Survivors on DVD or Blu-ray or to get the Hack Collection on Blu-ray, which is all of my films. Does come up a poster? I need an exclusive poster really, really tied me over. I don't have an exclusive poster this time. Whoa, what kind of shoddy fuck operation is this? No exclusive posters? Hey, this is the hack collection. That's true. But you're only, you're charging a pretty fair price for it. If you want to be a hack, you got to be like Tom Zavini everybody and charge <laughs> like $100 for a Blu-ray. That's 150 bucks for that Blu-ray, guys. And if you want signed, that's an extra 50. It's an extra 50. My autograph is is valuable. We got to make this movie. These hands worked on a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't very good. Like I'm seeing it in high quality, and all this, everything looks terrible. Actually, I'm a legend. Okay, Tom. <laughs> I have a school, you know. Oh, do you? Do you do you teach there? No. My name's on the billboard. <laughs> My name's on the billboard. I'm like I Stan c- Winston, motherfucker. <laughs> no, you're not, Tom. You're not like Stan Winston at all. <laughs> You bitter awesome. piece of shit. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, no, but I worked with, uh, you know, speaking of Tom Savini, I, ta- I spoke with an actually talented uh, makeup artist named Cody Rook, who is far better than Tom Savini. And his... I was in a full face cast for about 30 minutes, and it was a fucking breeze. Like, it was smoother than any face cast should go, because Cody is both a gentleman and a scholar and very skilled... And professional, and I believe he's going to go places before I go places. Well, does he do CG? Because that's all everyone wants. He he doesn't do CG, but he's okay with CG, which already puts him ahead of the game of most FX artists. Uh, that's, that's true. 
I don't know. I feel like practicals are gonna be on the are gonna be on the upswing in a couple years. I agree. I think so too. I think it's gonna come back. Bring it back. Because I think people are gonna get uh, you know get like ah CG blah blah blah. I think uh, Star Wars is gonna lead that. I think so. Yeah. I hope so. Anyways. Hopefully, yeah. It'd be, it'd be uh, cool. That's pretty much the only news with me, though. You know, I kind of took a break from filming because I'm trying to figure out scheduling with a few of the actors, but I figure I can at least take care of getting the Wolfster makeup prepared. Fantastic. Well, while the news might be low on our end, news in the world of Hollywood and films never sleeps. Never sleeps. Never sleeps. Uh, first off, uh, something I thought was pretty cool, thought worth mentioning, uh, Paramount has created its own YouTube channel to let you stream movies for free. I think that's neato. Yeah, so you can watch, uh, it's called uh, Paramount Vault, to search for it on YouTube. And tons of films, I mean, everything. you can watch uh, the Mas- Masters Universe, American Ninja 2, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, uh, Airplane, I mean, there's just a mountain of stuff on there, which is really cool. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I think that's cool that they're, you know, releasing their older films that they aren't making that much money on anyway in this way so they can, A, collect some ad revenue on it and also introduce some of their classics to, you know, a younger generation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was already looking. A lot of films already have a lot of views for, you know, and stuff. And, hey, you know, I, you know, if not, it's, not, it, it's such a cool thing to see a major studio doing. Um, yeah. Can, can you imagine Disney doing this? Um, no. Yeah, it's like they hey. do it with they do it with some stuff, but they would never put fuck it. <laughs> they would never put uh, Beauty and the Beast on on YouTube for free. Beauty and the Beast, fucking let's toss Snow White on there, whatever. Uh, you, you will no, we'll never see Scandalous John on YouTube. <laughs> I wished, Christ. <laughs> you need that Scandalous John. Uh, but no, I thought it was pretty cool. It's neat that see Paramount doing that. It's like, hey, we have these movies. Uh, I mean. Any money we've really ever going to make, we made on DVD sales and all this sorts of stuff. Just, you know, whatever. This is, like, just another source of revenue. It costs them nothing. Yeah. Because it's YouTube hosting it. Costs them nothing, and they get a cut of the ads. Yeah. It's just a way to get extra money. Yeah, and I don't I don't think there's any mid-roll ads. So I think, I think there's, like, uh, before, after, and overlay ads, so... Which I say is fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think it'd be kind of shitty to put... Mid row mid roll ads, and of course, all you pieces of shit out there are gonna fucking run ad blocker and ruin this for everyone else. So I'll, don't... I know I'm gonna whitelist uh, Paramount's page. I have yeah. ad blocker, but I I I, I whitelist uh, YouTube pages I want to support. That's good. I'm I'm not talking about people like you, Bill. Well, you should talk about people like me because people like me are nice. Or no, you should be like Glenn Carr and make a YouTube video. Hey, uh... You want more uh, history of Power Rangers? Uh, you, you shouldn't use ad blocker. Well, I, mean, I gotta eat. He's half right. Um, hey, that's cool. You know what? You just don't make a video complaining about it because it comes off saying, "I need money." Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, money. On on one hand, I do agree with where he's coming from. You know, creating stuff still takes time and effort, and I hate how many people. A, don't want to pay for things, and then when something's for free except with ads, they don't even want to watch the fucking ads, like they don't support it at all, and then they get confused why things stop existing. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, he's his creation is literally him talking about some, what someone else already created. Like, Yeah, it's like people got <laughs> mad about, about Nintendo's um, policy for like Let's Plays and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you're adding your commentary, but at the same time, you didn't create anything. No. I mean, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. 
yes, your commentary is you creating something, but you're talking over something that is their property. Yes. It just, I can't just uh, take the Transformers films, put my commentary over it, and then upload the entire film onto YouTube. Well, Plinkett argued that for the Star Wars movies. But even then, his were heavily edited. Yeah, it was not just the movie playing. <laughs> just the movie playing. Yeah, because that you can't just get away with Riff that. tracks can't do that! No. Uh, but, you know, maybe I can in a couple more years, because Paramount also announced four more uh, Transformers films are coming out. Fuck yes. Fuck everyone that's all pissed off about this. Uh, even if I don't like them, I love seeing them in theaters. Yeah. I Yeah, that... Boom. <laughs> like and so does everyone else. That's why they make so much fucking money. Yeah, everyone can complain, but they still go see them. I don't. I, I never <laughs> understood this. And and oh, you said this time and time before. Uh, Transformers: Four Age of Extinction is, in my opinion, the best film in the franchise. Yep, it's not it, my it's favorite, good. but objectively, it's great. yeah, it's so. it's well made. It's the best paced. It has the best human characters. Uh, Frank Welker is the antagonist again, which is fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Loved it. So I can't and wait to see what they do with the feature films, especially since 4 ended on, oh, so our gods created us, so let's go kill our gods. So can't wait to see how fucking nuts they go with that idea. Optimus is, Optimus is going to be like Nick Fury and just go find God and rip out his eyes. <laughs> Give me your face. Yeah, motherfucker. Hi, I'm Jesus. Give me your face. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what happened? Um... So that's cool. I look forward to those. Hey, if you guys don't like them, stop watching them. Yes, <laughs> seriously. Uh, so we got a little pile of X-Men news here to go with some Marvel news also. We got the first official synopsis for X-Men Apocalypse. Oh boy, I bet this is going to sound super exciting. Sounds pretty stupid to me. Should I read it? or? Yeah, absolutely. You okay. Like, hey guys, we got the latest synopsis. In other news... <laughs> hey, there's a snops out there. Go check it out. Go this find ain't no it. Fucking audible book. Get out of here. <laughs> Since the dawn of civilization, he was worshipped as a god. Apocalypse, the first and most powerful mutant from Marvel's X Men universe, amassed the powers of many other mutants, becoming immortal and invincible. Upon awaking, uh, wake. Upon awakening, after thousands of years, he is disillusioned with the world as he finds it and recruits a team of powerful mutants, including a disheartened Magneto, Michael Fassbender, to cleanse mankind and create a new world order over which he will reign. As the fate of the Earth hangs in the balance, Raven, Jennifer Lawrence, and, and the, with the help of Professor X, James McAvoy, must lead a team of young X-Men to stop their greatest nemesis and save mankind from complete destruction. Q NWO guitar. Oh man, I can't wait for Xavier to make the. No, no, not Xavier is WCW. Yeah. Apocalypse is the NWO, so that means Wolverine needs to make the Wolf Pack. And then, you know, Professor X is uh, Ric Flair. Woo! Uh, Magneto will, uh, will become. Wait. Out. Wait. No. Fuck. No. Apocalypse can't be the NWO. But he's going to create a new world order. Yeah, but he also has the Four Horsemen. I don't know. So what you Rick want. Rick Flair is on Apocalypse's side. No, he does. Shut up, Steve. He's creating a new world order. You're ruining this. Uh, Apocalypse is Hulk Hogan. God, no, then we have to make it make sense. He's joining Magneto. He's joining the Outsiders, and he's the third guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah. Uh, okay, okay. Let's sit down and write this. Let's sit down and write this Apocalypse WCW fan fiction together right now. Well, see, Cy- fuck, fuck the episode. <laughs> Magneto is, is Scott Hall. No, no, sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. I fucked that up. Uh, Psylocke is Scott Hall. And Magneto is Kevin Nash. 
they came in like they're the outsiders and then they're that, at the at the bash of the beach right. um apocalypse shows up and, and then turns on macho man and then he's the third man he's the third man <laughs> he's got the boa and this message was brought to you by the new world order uh, so in order to defeat uh, Apocalypse's Four Horsemen, do you think uh, Xavier's going to bring in RoboCop? I, I hope so. He's going to bring in. He's going to bring in the Crow. <laughs> the Crow and RoboCop together again. Yep. Stinger. Uh, I hope he's played by Edward Furlong. I. I the worry. No, Lord <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, so, from reading this, it makes me confused. It must stop their greatest nemesis. Now, does that... Are they referring to Magneto or Apocalypse? Because Apocalypse is really... Apocalypse, like, it makes it... When you say greatest nemesis, it means, like, they fought him before, but they're, they're not. This is the, the first, first time. time. They but, fought the weird Ivan Ooze-looking man. But then, like, why didn't Apocalypse wake up in the original timeline of X-Men movies? Why is See, he I, like... don't, I don't know. Because, uh... uh Brian Singer's like, it's my movies, me. And also, I like how it's... The the synopsis says Xavier and Mystique are putting together the team, and, like, Mystique's, like, the fucking leader. Not Cyclops. Again. Get out of here. We don't need I, that shit. I just really want Cyclops to be done well. Cyclops is the only good mutant. Uh, I like Cyclops. I don't like X-Men, but I like Cyclops. But these movies don't like Cyclops. Well, it's because Scott's a dick. <laughs> That's why I like him. Oh, cute. Uh, other Marvel news, Steve, you want to fill us in on all this, this crazy bullshit going on? Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck women. No, I mean... That, that is what you do, right? Oh! 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 You, you the Dice Man! You tell them what's going on, you put a little bit of a drop drop in their beer, man. Boo! Oh! Rave culture. Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, you triggered me. Okay, so now they just fucking added a second Ant-Man movie into Phase 3 out of fucking nowhere. Uh, <laughs> um, like, now Black Panther is coming out in February, so ba- Black Panther got moved up, which is nice. Because originally Black Panther got moved back for Spider-Man. Like, they moved back Spider-Man and Captain Marvel, which bothered me just for Spider-Man. Yeah. But now they moved Black Panther up, which is cool. And now our place of where Black Panther was originally going to be is now Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man 2, which, I I mean, I kind of liked Ant-Man, but I don't see any justification in there being a sequel. Rushing went out that quickly. Especially, yeah, rushing went out this fucking fast. And also, uh, they pushed back Captain Marvel again. So instead of coming out in November 2018, it's coming out in March 2019. Jesus. Yep. Which is like just... Here's the other Phase 3 movies, sorry. We got Captain America Civil War on May 6, May 6, 2016. Doctor Strange on November 4th, 2016. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 on May 5th, 2017. The Untitled Spider-Man Film July 28th, 2017. Thor Ragnarok on November 3rd, 2017. Avengers Infinity War Part 1 on May 4th, 2018. Avengers Infinity War Part 2 on May 3rd, 2019. And Humans on July 12th, 2019. That's nine movies for Phase 3. That's not including the ones we're. That's have. that's not including uh, Black Panther. That's not including Captain Marvel, and that's not including Ant Man Two. That's that's twelve movies for Phase Three. Twelve movies for Phase Three. How many movies did Phase uh, Two have? Uh, Captain America Two, Iron Man Three, Thor Two, Guardians of the Galaxy, 
and Avengers 2. Very few. There's more than double the amount of movies in Phase 3, and that's fucking stupid. Oh, we got three Phase 4 dates already. May 1st, 2020, July 10th, 2020, and November 6th, 2020. Well, I mean, if Phase... if the That's inc- three fucking movies in one year. If the uh, numbers for phase, two, phase 3 is any indication, that means Phase 3 is going to have, like, 20 Marvel films. I mean, Phase 4 is going to have 20 Marvel films? That's what I meant to say. That's fine, that's <laughs> Ugh. But, and, then, and you know what? No, it's going to be great. Is they're going to get to, like, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and then Fox is going to relinquish the X-Men rights. Oh, my God, And yes. it's going to fuck all of this up. Because they're gonna like, oh, no, we got to get the X-Men. we got to get the X-Men out. Uh, Inhumans is canceled. Yeah, they don't need the Inhumans anymore because they have the X-Men. <laughs> it's the only reason why they're pushing the Inhumans. Yeah, and the comics and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, um... Yet another yet another Marvel film added to Phase 3 that we don't need, and again, uh, the female lead superhero film is pushed back again. It's okay. Wonder Woman's going to be the first uh, female Fuck yeah, it is. Marvel's superhero film. Fuck all you motherfuckers. They're kind of saying, DC can't make a Wonder Woman movie, but Marvel made a movie with a talking raccoon. What's up, DC? <laughs> Fuck you, you pieces of shit. I feel the same way. You guys can't but you guys can't even make Captain Marvel. What do you want? Yeah, Marvel's 20th film is going to have a female superhero be the lead. Their 20th film. DC's fourth movie is going to be led by a superhero woman. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, I, I'm just this whole thing is silly. But we're the haters, so I yeah, uh, everything that the MCU does is perfect. Silly us. I mean, I'm looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy two. So am I, because I know James Gunn is making it. So I'm looking forward to the things that are different that haven't had like a movie yet or something that I'm more interested in. So I'm interested in Guardians of the Galaxy two. I'm interested in Doctor Strange, and that's it. And I am curious to see how they handle Thanos. I will admit to that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, so... Got uh, that cool stuff. Well, speaking of teams and good movies... Yeah. Uh, DC News, uh, Justice League Dark is in the pipeline again, officially. There's no word on uh, plane release, there's no word on, you know, fucking... Uh, who's directing yet? It's not Del Toro, unfortunately. Yeah, but, but Del Toro is producing it alongside, and I accidentally closed the page, son of a bitch, fuck, uh... Uh, give me a minute, guys. Uh, Bill, talk. Hard. Bill, distract them. Uh, so you know. Scott Rudin. <laughs> Scott Rudin is producing Justice League Dark with Del Toro. Uh, the, there are plans to shoot the film in 2016, so I'm curious where the release is going to fall on the timeline of already revealed DC films. But again, you know, when DC revealed their, like, planned timeline, even then they said, this is not every film that we're definitely going to release. You know, that does, that did not include Batman films, Superman films, or anything else that they may decide to make. Like, well, what they... see, that's how they failed. They didn't plan all their movies out. Fuck you, Marvel fanboys. Oh, uh, they planned everything, so you know it's perfect. It's great. It's great how it just builds on each other. So yeah, we will see uh, John Constantine on the big screen, not played by Matt Ryan, uh, because he's on the CW show now, so again, they want to keep that separate. It's not a show, he's just making like a one-time appearance apparently, so they, you know, I would not be surprised if they still go with him. That'd be interesting, yeah. Whatever, Cause, Constantine, cause, cause Constantine he, can jump dimensions, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I think he looks the part really well. Now, it depends what they do more with him, because obviously he's like a little one-bit part, or they, I guess one-episode appearance. They want to do more with him, but I'm curious okay. to see what they go with it. Um, Zatanna is definitely confirmed, and Swamp Thing. 
So oh, hof- yeah. so hopefully we can just get another version of the Return of Swamp thing on the big screen. Yeah. And also if we can use the theme song from the cartoon show in the film. <laughs> they'll, just, they'll just dig up the same costume from the Wes Craven Swamp Thing film. Nah, at least give me the costume from the sequel. That costume was sweet as hell. Hell yeah. And then cool. he can and then he can fuck Heather Locklear. <laughs> That's right he can. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad that Justice League Dark uh, is still going to be a thing. I'm glad it's going to be part of the DC Universe. Uh, I really like the fact that DC has always had the strength of legacy and family and teams more so than Marvel. And I, and I like Marvel, but DC strengths specifically are those sorts of things. So mm-hmm. I really dig that the movies are jumping into like all these characters have existed for like 10 to 20 years. You know, here's all these teams. We don't have to do a bunch of solo shit. You know, we're introducing families and all of this stuff at once. Like, hey, the Bat Family is already a thing. You know, there's Robins and Nightwings and Oracles, and hey, these guys already know each other. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, totally. I think that'll help differentiate the DC Universe even more from the Marvel Universe. Where every single fucking movie is like, I'm Doctor Strange, I'm Tony Stark, we're meeting for the first time. Ha 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 DC is all like, hey, uh, Harley Quinn is already fucking Harley Quinn, and... They're teaming up with a bunch of other villains that have fought the Flash and Batman in order to take on the Joker and uh, Magic. Hell yeah, I like that. What are your thoughts, Bill? I I'm, you're, you're, you said you said my my thoughts. I mean, I, I'm up for whatever they do at this point. I'm clearly a big DC fanboy. Uh, I mean, I just hate everything Marvel does. DC's better, don't you know? Don't you know? I you know it's something different. I look forward to checking it out. See what they do with it. Yeah, that that's really that means a lot to me. Just if nothing different. else, I feel like the DC universe is much more fresh. So, I mean, I, things could change. Absolutely. Uh, Dawn of Justice could be garbage. Suicide Squad could be garbage. Uh, who knows? I don't think they'll be, but... But they could be. I'm also in the minority, apparently, of people who, you know, didn't who liked Man of Steel. Apparently everyone hated it. Yeah, seriously. I never... I, whatever. Hey, you, know, you didn't like it. You didn't like it. That's fine. Whatever. So, but you know what? This shit... Get it out of here. Let's get rid of that. You know why? We have more important shit to talk about. We are... Knees deep in full moon tober. We're at the halfway point, baby. Full moon tober. It's going on here. We are at Puppet Master 5, colon, the, the final, final chapter. So clearly this is the last Puppet Master movie we're talking about. This is going to be a short nope. episode. It's It'd be cute if it was Paramount, because Paramount was intending for Friday the 13th, the final chapter, to be the last film. But this is full moon we're talking about. There's no way on fucking earth that this was intended to be the last Puppet Master film. Not at all. Like, not even fucking close. So, Puppet Master 5, the final chapter, rated R from 1994, directed by Jeff Burr. The puppets battle their most powerful enemy yet as they protect <laughs> the new Puppet Master from the demon god that created the secret of life. So, they're, they're fighting against a slightly different looking little toy that they fought three times in the last movie. Well, they movie. took the little toy, threw a cool helmet and a cape on it. Totally and, new. And then, boom, baby. Boom, baby! Whoa, hey, Charles Band, uh, so should we design, like, a really cool-looking monster for, you know, for Sujet, for Sutek, you know, who says he's supposed to be this big elite demon, like, can we design, like, a really sweet-looking design for him? Ah, just toss the cape on that one we have! Well, but they look the same, too. Okay, toss the helmet on it! But we have money, fuck you. Hey, do you want to, like, come out as, like, a, like, as yourself, as a powerful demon to fight stuff? No? You, oh, you want to, you want to be a little demon? Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Well, all of his advisors were killed, so no one really was there to tell him that was <laughs> This a is a idea. terrible idea, boss. <laughs> so, uh, Puppet Master 5, uh, this is a continuation of Puppet Ma- the story that was started in uh, Puppet Master 4. 
basically, we, we pick up at the start of the film. Rick Meyer is in jail, which uh, is fair. Uh, 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 oh no! I, Everything part of him being in jail. I just mean specifically the act of him being arrested for the fact that everyone in his house was dead. Uh, one person was dead, but well, he only am killed I the Cameron guy? Am I wrong? Uh, no, he's whatever. No, here's my problem. <laughs> I, I was watching the movie. I was messaging Steve. I'm like, I'm already seven and minutes into this movie, and I hate it because I hate movies that do this, where it's like, oh, we think you killed these people. Here's a doll. That means you did it. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, first off, first, hey, first off, he wasn't anywhere near these people when they died. Not at phone all. Records to prove this because he called called them from the hotel. So meaning that he couldn't have killed them at all. Unless he was a fucking teleporter. <laughs> and you know, A, you don't have any video evidence of a quote-unquote robot killing somebody. You just and think that something's killing somebody. Yeah, I don't even understand why they thought robots were killing people. Because they found this, do- this pretty, pretty gay-looking doll for a grown man. <laughs> this faggot doll here. <laughs> oh my god, that, that dude was what he said. <laughs> uh, I mean... That was it, it, ugh, that entire entire sequence was making me mad. It's like generic orange jumpsuit, generic attorney lady. Oh, I get on bail though. Cool. <laughs> Why don't I have bail? And then the guy, the main um, head of uh, the project, uh, J- Ian Ogilvy has Jennings bails him out. Apparently, that was CEO. And there's a big thing about oh we're, we, uh, accidentally get us your military your information to the military i will give you a sizable donation fuck how yeah. about you do that how about you do that my other favorite part of the beginning of five is how literally the entire first 15 minutes is just the ending recap of four yeah it, it is like the most unforgivable recap of a previous film i've ever seen in a horror film it's excessively long it is like the credits of all these full moon movies are already gotta melt this time Gotta milk this feature length. This was even fucking worse than that. You know, I when I was watching it, I felt like, oh, this is kind of weird. But it, it, to me, it felt like it went by quickly for me. It went by quick, but it still was a huge chunk of this running time. Well, yeah, when your running time's only like 80 minutes. <laughs> 80 minutes the, with the that opening, flashback. The opening credits are always, like, filling up so much time in these movies. Like, I, I it's always a very noticeable, like, the credits are just shit, because they are just clearly making them run longer just to fill up the running time. Yep. Because you have that, between that and closing credits, that's probably 10% of your movie. Yep. Because that's again, why. My movies have no opening credits, because I hate that shit. I mean, it, it depends. Depends on how they're done. I, I, I'm how I feel about opening credits. Like, uh, Fight Club, I think, has cool opening credits. Yeah, I'm sure it happens sometimes. I'm just speaking generally. But still, when your movie's 82 minutes, it's kind of a, kind of bad to just uh, pad your runtime with them. Five straight minutes of credits. Yeah. Anyway, so, moving on with the film. Uh, so the general plot of the film is kind of similar to the plot of 4. Basically, is the same plot. Yeah, except it's kind of it's kind of different in this regards because uh, Jennings wants to steal the information from Rick, so they go to the hotel, break in. Oh, but there are dolls here. Uh, so the dolls are defending themselves, but not necessarily killing people. It's actually what happens is uh, Sutek sends a little baby demon, his son, uh, into the mansion, and that that is what's killing everybody. 
Yep. So basically, it's a the same demon puppet killing people like it wasn't for. Uh, the the main puppets are just defending themselves from these guys trying to like kidnap them in a way, trying to steal them to give them the Jennings. So they have they they know they have this technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of similar in that regards. But you know, I have to admit, um, I didn't mind this film that much. I didn't mind it, it. Again, it was very, like I said, I didn't mind four either. So there's a lot of very similar. Um, hits and stuff i found the the guys that were trying to rob the place were kind of interesting had a little bit had some character to each of them for how little they are there really uh one of them is maracunzi from robocop 2 yep so we have we have we have two actors from robocop 2 and pop master 4 and 5 fuck yeah we do we're just missing uh peter whaler and nancy allen oh man uh, so that, that was neat i mean the other was cool i like the the one guy that lives the longest that has the beard Yes. Like, gets hip, like I thought he was he was funny actually I thought he was I think I wrote down uh uh let's see here um oh no I think someone's like did you get, see that game last night and he's like I fuck, he says uh, I fucking hate baseball <laughs> yeah that was the best fucking line I laughed really hard at that um and like when they first are there to rob the place uh, Jenny's like split up and I just wrote down yep easier to be killed <laughs> of course that's how it always works split up we can do more damage that way. <laughs> Uh, oh, so, but, but that's happening, but, um, my notes-wise, like, some interesting things I want to talk about, um... Torch is back. I, what was that? Torch is back. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, I, yeah, it's so funny, uh, Lee Twoman is still MIA, but we did get Torch back, and Rick talks to her, like, hey, Torch, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this gets even weirder when you get to, uh, the, the, Curse of Puppet Master, but it's like, man, we, like we talked before about the selection of puppets and how they randomly pop up. It's like, why? <laughs> why is it so hard to remain, remain some sort of consistency in who's showing up and who's not showing up? Um, so, uh, now they leave the, they leave the, so, um, uh, Susie shows up to help to take Rick home. And it, it was so funny to me because it's like, leave, leave the jail. Boom! Instant sex scene. Yep. <laughs> Which, it, but but it has it's fine. Like it's that it, it's weird when it happens. Like wow, they're jumping right in this. But it's also funny because apparently Rick didn't sleep with the jail, and so she's trying to go down and give him a BJ, and he just falls asleep. I did and appreciate. I, it. I laughed. Yeah, it made me laugh. Uh oh, um, and also during this, another thing I liked. I liked uh, Blade trying to escape from the evidence room. Mm-hmm. It worked kind of well for me. We're sticking on positives pretty well right now. Uh, well, I mean. I feel that there's so few positives by comparison that it's easier to talk about. Yeah, um, I did write down Torch magically shows up. Ta-da! It's like just boom, he shows up. He's just there. I'm like, whoa! It's not like them finding him or anything. It's like it's like it's it's implied that he has existed this entire time. He was in four, clearly. He was in four. He was just uh, just uh, not not there, not there at all. I want to. I want to see like the special edition of four, where he's like just like, like cropped in in the background. <laughs> when I finally do our do the edit, when I edit four and five together someday, I'm going to definitely like impose him in several scenes. Just keep cutting to like his reaction shots randomly throughout the film. No, I'll just do what fucking every other movie does: is have footage from previous films in them. Oh yeah, absolutely. What? So we'll, we'll talk about that later. But I can just do that. So I'll be like, they're like, "Hey, Torch," and I'll just have a I'll, cut to I'll, him I'll, in the house in part two. No, I was going to have it cut to him outside burning the kid. Yes, yes. It's like, he's not in the same room here. <laughs> but you don't care. Um, 
uh, more Toulon shit, like more of his head popping up. I was I swear. like, why are we still doing this? Uh, let me see. I'm going to find some other positives here. Uh, I think that's it. Besides normal stuff, like I like the actors in it just fine. I think Rick, I still like Rick Myers. I like Susie. What's her name? Um, Lauren. Lauren's in this, barely. She's just in a coma, apparently, after after four. Yeah, that's weird, but whatever. Yeah, so that's that. You want to jump into negatives? Uh, everything else? Uh, it's, it just, it's a complete fucking retread of the fourth, which I already fucking hated. Uh, Sutek's puppet design is stupid. Sutek is stupid. Everything is stupid. <laughs> uh, fucking, it's boring as fuck, but not as boring to me as four was. Uh, I hated most of the fucking film. It, the ending slightly won me over because at least it was more of an actual climax of an ending than four was. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it's just it was a bunch of fucking bullshit. It was just four again, and I was just so mad the whole time, yelling oh that God. I was just watching four again. Nothing, <laughs> nothing was different except now torches here, which is and cool. And there's some different guys getting killed. Now there's slightly different guys getting killed. and like More people die in this movie than they did in 4. That four, is true. only one person dies. That is true. I'm oh, sorry, 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 sorry. The scientists die, so I guess that's three people die. I don't inc- include the scientists that die separately in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. So only only, only, uh, only Cameron died in the fir- in 4. So this film, we have several people die. Yeah, so 5 is has more going on, so I don't hate it as much as 4. Uh, and like I said, the ending wins me over a bit because at least it's an ending, and it actually feels somewhat climactic with the puppets actually struggling to work together to fight this super demon that's more powerful because its helmet is different, I guess. And he has a cape. And he has a cape. Cape uh, powers. Cape powers, you're absolutely right. Uh, but fucking not much to say about it. Just, I would not suggest it. What, what a hell of an ending to the franchise if this is where the movie's like actually ended. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, shitty little monster. Uh, there's a bunch of stupid computer crap where Lauren is like psychically trying to communicate with Rick, but not saying anything useful at all. (laughs) The life force, the life force. And he's sitting there, like he's trying to just punch in the punch the keys for God's sakes. Uh, (laughs) Like, what's this? What is this? Could you just type literally anything else? Come on, Lauren, you dumb psychic bitch. Uh, oh, okay. So here's what here's what get me every time. So the guys trying to rob the place, walk in a hallway, see the demon, instantly fall down. They got spooked. It's like an, it's like they turn around to run, but as they turn, all of them without fail fall down. I'm like, you guys are worthless. <laughs> like, what is this? Who thought this was okay to put in a film? Yeah, it's one thing if people run away and then trip over something, but no, it's like a Monster, turn, fall flat in your face, die. That's exactly what happened. What did you trip over? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm so what you might you should have put like a boing sound like or that like a thrum sound of a string like like someone set up some fucking home alone traps or put some matchbox cars down so something like woo like add that like a Hanna Barbera banana peel slip sound that like that slide whistle sound. Yeah. Well, I might as well fucking do that. Jesus Christ! May as well. uh, I noticed. I noticed a editing flub, or at least a uh, you know a sound flub. So at the near the end of the film, when Blade is trying to fight off uh, Sutek's demon, they gave Blade ro- ro- robot sounds. Oh yeah, that's right. I did forget about that. Yeah, I was watching it. I'm like, oh, they clearly meant to give these sounds to uh, to the Decapitron. Yeah, clearly. But they they are over Blade right now. 
So Blade and every other movie just moves. This is like making those robot sounds as he's moving around. He's a robot now. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Did someone fall asleep in editing? Yeah, Tor- Torch magically showed up. I was just like, oh my god. They really don't care about consistency and consistency who shows up in these movies. They don't give a fuck. Oh, and here's the badass movie quote, badass action line. Your reservation has just been cancelled. Which was a good line. I like that a lot. Really? Not for the right reasons. That's, okay, that's what I'm meaning. I'm like, but I was like, holy shit. I fucking laughed and laughed. It's almost like saying, hey guys, remember? We're at a hotel. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I kind of wish that was the follow-up the follow to that line. It's like, the, the line, because the line makes no sense otherwise. It's like, it, it almost requires you to remember you're in a hotel, which it does not actually factor into the movie's plot that at all. Mm-hmm. Besides the framing device, which is still just a shitty, like, matte painting like, of the hotel on the beach. Yeah. And which, I, I actually, watching it, I, I can't, I mean, I, oh man, I can't, I didn't seem to look. I can't tell if they are actually in the hotel in this film or not. Uh, I want to say they use the same set. They, no, they did. Okay, yeah. that's right. Because they have the they have the elevator and stuff. Yeah. Which one thing I do like, I like that when Jennings stumbles upon the dolls, they're all like, "Hey, it's because of you these guys died," and so they fucking murder him. Yep. Namely, Torch. Torch sets them on fire, proving that the reason Torch doesn't show up in movies very much is because he's too OP. He's just so OP. Because you because you have things that like the demon dudes or just little dudes that like little little, little scamps that go. Arr! You can't have anything when you have a dude with a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Just torching your ass. Torching your ass. So they set Jennings on fire, and then he falls down an elevator shaft. And that's no, it. wait, no, no, no. He's gonna... No, sorry. Torch is gonna light him on fire, and he's backing up, and then falls down an elevator shaft. Tor- Torch spooked him to death. Got spooked. Spooked. Yeah, but otherwise, I, I don't think I... I hate this film. I don't think I hate this film, but it was... I don't know. It, it's some bits I thought was... It, I guess it'd be on par with 4 for me in that regard. Like, I, I get that it's not great, but there's enough things that help carry it for me. And again, it's not very long, so it's mostly harmless. Uh, I agree that it's on par with 4, but I we disagree on 4. <laughs> yeah, but I can totally see your points on 4, so it's not like I'm sitting here saying, touting it's a great film. I It's just that it worked a bit better for me. And that's totally fine. It's like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, yeah, 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 totally, totally, yeah, fine, yeah. So, so star ratings, I, I think I think 5 is probably in the same camp, maybe. Because because it's so much of a retread of 4, it probably, it, for me, it kind of bumps down a little bit, so I give it a 2.5 out of 5. I stick with a 2 for this. Yeah, so I think it's pretty comparable scores there. I like the characters in 4 more, but I like that more, slightly more actually happened in 5. Like the Home Alone aspect of Five, where it's just a bunch of puppets <laughs> fucking around with some uh, dudes trying to steal them. Goddamn right. And they got one guy is just really trying to get Pinhead because Pinhead punched him in the fucking face. <laughs> that that guy was my favorite. I enjoyed him. I was sad when he died. Me too. By it, by seeing a demon, and then instantly falling over. Just falling. Damn it. So uh, I think that's the well. That's the time. last pop Puppetmaster movie. No, it's no, because uh, four years later, 1998, we got Curse of the Puppet Master. Yay! Rated R. Ninety minutes. This one. It's one of the longest fucking Puppet Master movies. It feels like it too. A scientist attempts to master the art of transferring people's souls into puppets. 
that's it? That's it. Okay, well, I mean, good for you guys. <laughs> that, that's it. That's the synopsis, which I guess... Th- I didn't really think the guy was a scientist. He just looked like, or- like some nope. Orville Redenbacher motherfucker. Yeah, he's not a scientist at all. But sure. Uh... So, Curse of the Puppetmaster is interesting because Curse went through a lot of changes. Yeah, tell, yeah, tell us about that. Um, originally, Curse of the Puppetmaster was supposed to was originally meant to be the first of a new trilogy of Puppetmaster movies. Like how there was 3, 4, and 5, although I don't consider 3, 4, and 5 a trilogy. Uh, no, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, but this, it was supposed to be called The Puppet Wars, which, holy shit, that title. Uh, it was going to be three movies where Andre Toulon and his creations would be tr- fighting The Mummy, Frankenstein, and Dracula. Guy Ralph was, uh, Rolf? Ralph? Rolf? Guy was going to return as Toulon. And, uh, they were going to also be back in Egypt doing stuff in Egypt because you got to reuse that Egypt footage. Yeah, they paid good money for that. Uh, but funding fell through and they couldn't afford to do that insane trilogy idea. And it's interesting because there's like, there was designs for it. A bombshell was designed for the Puppet Wars and that design doesn't show up until fucking Puppet Master 10, Axis Rising. Uh, you know, there was the, the original posters came out for Puppet Wars and it was showing the puppets fighting those weird monkey goblin puppet things that we've only seen in flashbacks. Yeah. Um, and it was just weird. Uh, and it fell through. And they uh, basically, Charles Band was like, well, fuck. I want to make another Puppet Master movie because that shit's easy money. But we can't afford this. Uh, let's just kind of uh, remake the first film. Let's have the puppets yeah. get found again because I guess Rick put them up for auction or some shit. Hey, eBay was coming around, you know. eBay was coming around. No, actually, probably because he's went, he probably went to jail. Because after five, he still has to go back to court and face trial for fucking mur- attempted, you know, supposedly murdering people. Yeah. Now he has more. Now he has more corpses in a fucking hotel to deal with. Yeah, you're right. Probably went to jail. And these these puppets just left and then found and some dude found them. See, so yeah, Curse of the Puppet Master, which has a much lower budget than the previous films. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Which watching the film, I was just. Where'd this money go? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, let's go through the film. Uh, here's the... Like we said, the film is essentially a remake of the first. Um, the general plot is uh, Dr. Agnew, uh, Dr. Magru, played by Gregor, uh, George, sorry, George Peck. Never said the name's right, sorry. Uh, is trying to re- do like everything everyone else is trying to do, recreate Tolan's secret. He uh, hires a... I don't know, slow kid? He's slow, slow. Guy. yeah. He's not retarded, he's, but he's slow. Who's apparently very good at making little things out of wood. That means he's apparently good enough to expertly craft a doll. So he's hiring him, he gets him basically to make a doll in the hopes that he can kill him, basically, you know, kill slash transfer his essence into that doll's body. He believes that the secret of it is when you put your heart and soul into making the puppet, then you can actually transfer the soul to the puppet. Yeah, that's apparently what's going on here. That makes no sense with anything else in the films. Well, I, this is a guy that doesn't know what the rules are. I know. So, fine. You know, like. But the film doesn't exactly try to. Even even then, the rules that they're doing in this film make no sense. Oh, God, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. what they actually end up, ends up happening makes no sense. Zero sense. Uh, so, Curse of the Puppetmaster. Uh, the film immediately opens a doll jail. They're in doll jail. And we get McGrew taking some doll into a field, makes, digging a shitty fucking hole to bury something. We assume it's a doll he made that just didn't work out. 
And oh boy, did it not. <laughs> he also sets it on fire. Uh, we get Leech one back. She's back. Torch is gone. Torch is gone again. Torch was rebuilt into Leech Woman. <laughs> and then we get a shitty jester. A really shitty jester. Now here's something you'll immediately start no, no, start realizing and curse is that they blatantly cut to footage from previous films and act as if that footage is taking place in this film. Blatantly cut to that. Blatantly. Film. Like there are shots of Leech Woman from Pup Master Three at times when they like they're cutting to her like looking at them while they're eating dinner or something. There's shots of um, what, what else? I mean, it's it's all over the place, and it's clear it's not in this film because the shots look better. Yeah, they look way better and higher quality. And it, it's just all over the place. Um, oh yeah, the opening credits. The opening credits is footage from better movies for credits. Yep. I thought it was just the opening credits. Like, oh wait, they're showing footage from the other movies as their opening credits, but this film isn't those movies. And it's like, nope. It's it that, that's not just the opening credits. That is throughout the film because the apparently film. they're so cheap they can't just shoot it. Have a camera shooting a doll. Can't do that. There. And and speaking of like the dolls, like the, oh man, they move like shit. It's clear that it looks like like a like a like a, a PA or something is just laying on the ground with their hand on the dog's legs, just kind of shaking them about. Fuck stop like, there, motion. There's no stop motion except for reused footage stop motion. There's no actually good puppetry work going on. Nope. Or it was not. There's nothing. It's like every, throughout the film, uh, Pinhead looks lifeless. Cause it, it's the uh, the woman who is Doctor McGrew's um, daughter. Daughter Jane, played by Emily Harrison. She's constantly just picking up Pinhead like he's a fucking teddy bear. Yes. And Carol like, hey Pinhead. Oh, like they call it's, Oh man, what got me the most is their names. We call this one Pinhead, and we call this one Tunneler. It's like. I'm glad these names you came up with are the names of the characters. Yeah. I mean, I assume that in the in the box, their name tags are there, because everyone always knows what their names are. They have little tiny name tags in the box. Nope. Well, they technically didn't give them names in the first film. The second film, Tolan, was there, so that's fine. The third film, Tolan's there, so that's fine. The fourth film, they find the diary, which is in the fifth, but I w- I'm not... They didn't establish they had the diary, because if he had the diary, he could re- recreate the process. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone tries to recreate the process with the diary, and it doesn't work. So this guy's just trying his own take. Well, no, it works in the first film. <laughs> well, only when you inject it in who's yourself. The, wait, wait, who, wait, who's the everyone? Because the first film, the guy does it. second <laughs> film is Toulon. third film is Toulon. The fourth film is when they first try doing it, and they actually have Tolan show up to help them do it. Yeah. So this is the first time we've had someone trying to do it, like, technically, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And so he didn't have the diary or anything, clearly, because if he had the diary, it would make more sense what he's trying to do. Yeah. Because what he's doing makes bonkers little sense. <laughs> no fucking sense. I'm going to strap you down to this table, then some shitty electrical effects is going to zap you into this doll. Well, it doesn't make any I- sense. I got a bow tie. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm Orville Redenbacher, motherfucker. <laughs> gonna make you fucking extra buttery, you piece of shit. So if you're thinking, hey, this film is lacking people to die, that, to die, to be killed, uh, you'd be wrong, because some dumb jock guys are introduced almost immediately, and they have kill me right on their forehead. Please kill me. Uh, the leader of the dumb jock guys uh, is picking on. I wish I need. I probably should bring up his name. Uh, his um, nickname is Robert Tank. Tank. Robert Tank. Yeah, Tank. Yeah. Oh, Tank. Who? Oh. 
<laughs> we'll talk about that. Uh, so he's picking on him at the gas stop. That's when um, McGrew finds Tank, finds he's really good at crap. Whittling wood. He finds this shitty little thing he made. Apparently he's a master carpenter and can craft the most best dolls. Um, like usual, the dolls are involved in puppet shows that McGrew runs. Which was everyone, adorable. Which is full of adults. Yeah, which was weird. It's like, <laughs> yay, dad. Like, you're, you're grown-ass people. Why are you impressed by that? I think there were children, there's like child audio during that for like ADR, but no <laughs> yeah, children there. Where are the children? <laughs> it's, this is, this film takes place in the town, in Springwood, during the events of Freddy's Dead. <laughs> oh my lord. That sounds the worst. <laughs> Freddy vs. I, I, I need my 3D glasses and dumb evil spirit sperm. Whoa, it's in 3D! Check out my baseball bat! Whoa! Whoa! Uh, uh, Pinhead should have looked down and good, went, you forgot the power glove, but done it like the voice, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he just lifts his hand and it's the power glove. And it, but he magically has, like, that laser gun that Rick built them. Oh, yeah, he still has that. Of course he does. That'd be great. Um, so, let's see. We start getting the uh, yeah, shitty puppet show. Uh, the sh- okay, now the sheriff is apparently investigating uh, McGrew because uh, he was trying to figure out... Apparently they had a uh, assistant before... Um, who went missing. That, Matt, who was his assistant before. So you, you, I think you started realizing that he Matt was the doll that uh, McGrew burned. Yeah, it's pretty clear. And this film is trying really hard to make the sheriff and his deputy look like assholes, but they're just, I mean, okay, the way they're going about their job is kind of dickish, but they're cops, they're doing their job. They're completely justified. Not necessarily who murdered, but trying to investigate the disappearance of somebody. Yeah. And this guy clearly lied to someone about where he went. Yeah. And so they're trying to, they think McGrew's the murderer. Which gets the, and I just shoot jump ahead on that that point to the end. Uh, the puppets killed the sheriff and the deputy. Yep, they did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. This is this is parts of the film I hate the most. Is just how the film treats the dolls. The puppets are being evil again. Like them killing the jock, absolutely. Because he tried to uh, t- rape Jane and, and kill all Pinhead stuff. And, and he did. As far as I know, they killed Pinhead, which that was ridiculous. Well, I mean, Tank brings him back. Yeah, 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 better and better never. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but the, the sheriff and his deputy come up to arrest McGrew, and it's like he's all ominous and evil, and then the dolls kill people. I'm like, why are the dolls doing evil things? Why are they doing this? Like they what? are, they have free will. They have destroyed their own creator or their own puppet master at least twice, at least twice yeah. already. Yeah, and other and other alternate timelines. <laughs> Well, according to Legacy, these are all fucking canon, motherfucker. They all happen. There ain't no reboots. Uh, there ain't no other timelines. These are all in the same timeline. Which is why on Wikipedia, for every single film, there's a <laughs> section for timeline discrepancies. <laughs> every single fucking movie. Oh, man, that's terrible. Um, what I got here? Uh, there's a lot of montage... Making puppet montages. Tons of them. Like, a camera just zooming in on... on on tank just sitting there working on this puppet. It's trying by weird painting. Push it to the limit. Stuff. The limit. Hearts on fire, <laughs> strong. He's like making a, a puppet going up a snowy mountain. Yes, it's all fantastic. Oh, there's lots of spooky dreams. Matt, uh, I keep saying Matt. Robert uh, Tank keeps having spooky dreams that are ridiculous and terrible. Yeah, but they had to do the one dream in order to justify the poster that they already drew. 
Yeah, they drew the poster of him waking up. Ah, my belly's all gears, shitty fucking looking gears, and my feet are all pink leggy. Ah, spooky. Ah, just kidding. It was just a weird post sex dream. Post sex dream. Uh, there's moments. Okay, now now they, when they first introduced the jock dudes, which are I are mean for no reason. I don't know. It's not like they're trying to say like my dad's the mayor. They're just like really just dick guys. Um, when they first introduced them, I'm like, yeah, these are dicks, but they later have them stumble upon Jane and Tank walking around, and there's, like, a moment where I almost think these guys are awesome, because, like, the main dude is just standing there, trying to talk to Jane, and Jane's screaming at him, pushing him and stuff, he's like, I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Yeah. He's, like, telling her, like, I'm not doing anything, you're doing everything. Now, then then he he starts doing stuff, so it's like, okay, now you are clearly a dick, but for a moment there, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite character. Yeah. Because he's just like, why are you screaming? Why are you doing doing this? Why are you doing any of this? I'm just trying to talk to you. (laughs) Um, So, guy shows up, tries to rape Jane, leaves. The puppets go to kill him. Now, what I love is, like, they come back. They go to his house. First off, his house is clearly not this guy's house. There's, like, posters for, like, old classic films on the wall. Yeah, I know. (sighs) I'm like, okay, whose house is this? Who's in the sets? Is this, like, Richard? Is this, like, Charles Band's house they're shooting in for right now? Or. But no, like they see him, they come up a uh, tunneler and blade to go to kill him. He's in there just like angrily working out, so angrily working out. Oh, that fucking bitch! <laughs> like just like he's like pumping this motherfucking like bar like it's of nothing. like forty pounds. He's like <laughs> uh, 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 getting jacked, getting so um, jacked. No, this is when uh, blade gouges his eyes and then tunneler uh, tunnels right into his dick, right into his dick. Oh man! Fuck your dick. So uh, the whole but what got me is he quote unquote kills Pinhead, which was silly to me because Pinhead's been through a lot worse, way worse. But this guy is apparently just this guy apparently throwing him on the ground and stomping on him a bit, uh, kill breaks off an arm and kills him. Not Bill. falling down three flights of stairs in the first film. Bill, do you not understand what? how strong this man is? Did you not see how angrily he was working out? Yeah, I, I'm sure he could crush a, a Coke can really strong like. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, get out of our town. As he, like, crushes the can all intimidating like. And you're like, whoa, fuck off, man. You got a badass here. <laughs> got a badass over here. Better get out of here. Uh, so, yeah, when, it, when uh, Tank fin- fixes Pinhead, this is why I was really starting to notice that Pinhead just looks like a teddy bear. He's adorable. Uh, now, one thing I, I, I noticed... Uh, every time it's night, it's it's lightning and raining. Uh, the film, I don't understand the timeline of when Tank starts working for McGrew and, and, and the end of the film. Because it feels like it'll go from day to instantly night all the time. Apparently, uh, Tunneler and Blade killed the, the, dosh, the, the, the douche jock like four days ago. And then they just find his body now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very skewed and there's no real sense of time progression. No, there is not. But the film is telling you there's time progression. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, lightning storms in every scene, which I guess is good, because uh, puppets uh, see uh, kill the cops, and then we find out McGrew is uh, strapped down tank, and he's going to transfer him into the doll. Also, he sent his daughter to pick up a mermaid. Yeah, like I need to go pick up like, in the most like clearly suspicious way possible. Like, oh man, tank oh, yeah. has pneumonia. Uh, oh, but I got to go pick up a mermaid. Oh well, dad, you go pick up the mermaid. I can stay with tank. I uh, know you. You go pick up the mermaid. Cause what if tank dies? But, but he just has the flu, dad. But I want to be I, safe. I really need you to do this. I really need you to do this, honey. You're my <sighs> number one guy. But I'm your daughter. 
Number one guy. Jane. Don't Gunn. you fucking backtalk over Redenbacher, motherfucker. I am your father. I'm your father. I'm your buttery popcorn tycoon father. Bitch. <laughs> well, I'm gonna so pay my master, to... bitch. So we get to the whole, the, the culmination, the climax of the film. McGrew has tanks strapped down. He begins the shitty lightning. Okay, effects. can I take? I want to take one second here. No, no, don't go ahead. Go uh, ahead sorry, I sorry. want to be completely honest and say that up to this point in the film, this film did not offend me at all. Like it's boring at times. It looks cheap, but I see what they were trying to do. I see that they were trying to do like kind of like a, a relaunch, not a reboot, but a relaunch, like starting over. This being like like the first film to take it from here. I liked the characters for the most part. I actually liked the daughter. I liked Tank, even though he's a fucking idiot. And honestly, I liked uh, Dr. Mc... Uh, fucking... Please help. Uh, McGrew. I honestly liked Dr. McGrew, because he was clearly someone that started that used to be a decent guy that has become obsessed with recreating the science. And I could see that, because there's times when he's still a legitimately good guy, and then there's times when he's going fucking nuts, being like, ah, humanity's fucked, so let's all become immortal and puppets. Ha 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 ha! But I felt that that worked pretty decently. It's not a great film, but up until this point, I was fine with it. Now let's talk about the ending when everything goes to shit. Okay, so, McGrew has Tank strapped down to a table, commence shitty lightning effects. Puppets are helping, McGrew. Yeah, and then all of a sudden his body disappears, Tank's body, like, disappears. Completely disappears. And up until this point, <laughs> we have been shown that Tank is working on a doll, like a normal... A marionette-style doll. Wood. Limbs. One second. I want to backtrack for a second. Keep people in suspense more for this conclusion. Okay. Jane is out walking in the woods. (laughs) We can't forget about this. And she stumbles upon the site where McGrew burned the the doll doll in the beginning of the film. She picks up the doll, which apparently is still alive. Jesus Christ, this poor guy. This doll looks silly and <laughs> terrible. It's half burnt, and it's like... It's like, oh no, for have its misery, please. It's terrible looking. Now, with, now that, that reinforces how stupid this conclusion is. So, okay, body spheres, lightning effects. We were led to believe he's making this marionette doll. And obviously Matt turned into a, like a normal human-looking doll-shaped thing. Yeah, it looks like a, him trying to make a puppet based on Matt. What happens to Tank? Well, I mean, clearly he's been working on all these wooden limbs, and like they're clearly it's clearly a humanoid puppet, and he put so much work into making all these wooden limbs. He put his soul into making this puppet. So he becomes a tank. Wait, what? He becomes a tank with a little shitty LCD screen that has his face on it. Okay. With a laser cannon and treads and everything. <laughs> it looks fucking terrible. It was awful. What the fuck happened here? <laughs> why? Like, fucking why? Why is he working on all on this stuff, and then he becomes that? Why? I was at a loss. Like, I was like, what? And then, when the puppets realize that what, what McGrew did to Tank, then they turn on Tank, I'm sorry, turn on McGrew, slice him up, slice him up, and Jane comes home, sees her dad. In blood. What? Covered in blood. Covered in blood, yes, yes. He looks up at Tank, and then Tank uh, blasts him with the little cannon, and the film ends. <laughs> it ends as his daughter is just screaming. What? <laughs> what the fuck happened? I, it's like it's like the first film where the puppets turn on the guy. 
How about they turn before he kills Tank? Yeah, it like they, they clearly they don't want then? they don't want Tank to die. They don't want Tank to die. They like Tank. Fine. Why are they helping him up to the point of him killing Tank? When it's why do they kill McGrew when it's clearly too fucking late to help their friend? It makes did no sense. Like, did they not like Matt? What's wrong with Matt? Fuck Matt. I guess Tank's cool. Hey, guy. You know, maybe Matt was a fucking asshole. We don't know. And they don't necessarily kill McGrew. They just leave him there to die dead until Jane shows up, and then Tank goes turns what. And then, like, the cannon, like, shitty lightning effects. Ah, shitty you lightning. You don't see him, like, die, explode, or anything. It's just, blam, cut to credits. Yep. Boom, bump, bump, boom, no. No. <laughs> no. Go away. God damn it. <laughs> this is not what we do. No. If this is a remake of the first film, you, you fucking did it wrong. You did it completely fucking wrong. Jesus Christ. And that film wasn't even the best. No. There was no green goo or people actually deserving to die. It was just a dickhole dude doing weird things that the puppets turn on no reason and kill some cops why are you why are you kill the cops and god ah! Le- leech woman why are you here you do nothing this film except show up to be like hey it's leech woman and like i said the reused footage so they have they have je- a jester in this film a new jester and then they have the they have footage of the old oh, oh. they have footage sorry uh i'm, I'm gonna share this on the facebook page <laughs> Uh, Steve's me a great photo. Find it on the Facebook page. They have, they have Jester in this new costume. It's like red and blue. But then they shut, cut, cut to old footage. Where Jester's not where it's wearing it. the old it. Jester. But then the other Jester really doesn't do it. Like, it doesn't do anything. I th- I mean, I I don't know if I want to say offended. But I just thought this movie was dog shit. And I, it didn't offend me that much. Uh, I, because I, This is a case where you're totally fucking right. Uh, it, it looks like they had like clearly they wanted to do more things, but what the end result was a film that looks like they shot it in seven days. Yes, for nothing. But then then I find out the budget was two hundred fifty thousand, which is highly upsetting. Yeah, getting the film does not look like that at all. It doesn't at, at all. And I'm not I'm not normally super uh, picky on that type of stuff, but this film does not look like it costs that much money. No, it doesn't. So something was going on there with that. Oh, yeah. Charles Band needed to... Uh, I mean, it cost $200,000 to film at Charles Band's house. Yeah, that's almost what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like... That, that like, ranch, ranch there yeah, looks like Charles Band's house. Yep. The house that Puppet Master built. Or more like the house that Wizard Video built. Uh, I mean, that's it. I, mean, I don't have anything else to add to this discussion, unless you had some other points I missed. I mean, as I said, you know, up to the ending, I wasn't as offended by this as, you know, you were. Um, I was bored. That was really the biggest problem I had. This yeah, film. it's it's. There are times when it's a boring film. For me, it wasn't as boring as say uh, five was for me, or I mean four was. But it was still pretty fucking boring. But again, I like the characters. I liked the ideas that they were trying to go with. I like what they were trying to do. And clearly, they had better ideas, and it just didn't fucking deliver. But what, where the movie really fucking loses me is the fucking ending. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. None of it makes sense. I don't know why the puppets are being dicks. I don't know why Tank is a fucking tank. I don't know why everything looks like shit. I don't know why they can't even bother to film a fucking shot of the newly built fucking puppets. Was, uh, there's a whole lot of why. I kept asking why throughout the film. but And none of it matters later. None of it fucking matters later. So, Curse the Puppet Master, star ratings... Uh, my gut tells me to give it one and a half. I give this also a two. So four, five, and six all get a two out of five from me. Yeah. 
I give it a two because like, I I kind of place it in the same leagues as like four and five. Like there's some stuff that it did right, but then there's a whole lot of shit that it did wrong. Uh, it ended up not being a good film, but it until the ending it wasn't horribly offensive to me. But then the ending happened. Yeah, just the whole film. I was just sitting there and was like, uh, what's what's going on? What's going on? Are we where are we at now? Oh, we're only halfway. Shit, fuck. Something happened. Something please happen. Something happened I care about. Jane is a is a cutie little lady. I thought she was fine as a character. I don't give a shit about Tank. I don't give a shit about Dr. McGrew. I guess these douchebags are okay for a minute. Oh, hey, the dolls. They have, they're have they lifeless and have no personality. Oh, yeah, no. Just Barfarama. Barfarama. If you have any disagreeing points in these films, uh, please email us at moviefilmsofbillandsteve.gmail.com. Uh, get on our Tumblr. Check out all the episode listings, moviefilmsofbillandsteve.tumblr.com. We're also on Facebook, as I mentioned before, moviefilmsofbillandsteve. Also on iTunes. Uh, check it out. Five star, subscribe. Say, hey, what is the curse of the Puppet Master? What is the curse? The title really didn't explain anything. At all. Uh, tagline, tagline for this, dot, 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 human experiment. Aren't they all human experiments? Uh, no, fuck you. <laughs> uh, and, and if you want the more personable level That was a really good Charles Banner impersonation, Bill. <laughs> I'm the director. Do what I say. <laughs> and if you, like I said, I was trying to say, if you, uh, you can also find me on Twitter, at Bill. And, of course, uh, check out SilverSpotlightFilms.com and, of course, Facebook.com slash SilverSpotlightFilms for my fan films for news and, again, to uh, pre-order The Survivors through the Indiegogo. Get a cool uh, Blu-ray of all my movies and support this piece of shit hack that I am. You are such a hack. Total hack. Such a hack. Uh, Well, as always, guys, I've been Bill. I've been Steve. Robert, I know this may be painful, but try to relax. Why am I a tank? I fucking hate baseball. <laughs>